بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت ما ضرب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شيئا قد بيده ولا امرأة ولا خادما إلا أن يجاهد في سبيل الله وما نيل منه شيء قد فينتقم من صاحبه إلا أن ينتهك شيء من محارم الله فينتقم لله تعالى رواه مسلم Aisha narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never struck anything. No, not a woman, no a servant with his hands ever. Except when striving, when engaged in jihad in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first part of this hadith, we discussed it quite at length. From this we learn the akhlaq, the character of Rasulullah his compassion and his control over his temper, that he never struck out, never inflicted harm, particularly on his family members and his servants. In fact, the hadith says, Shay'an, he never struck anything. That is, even an animal, the compassion of Islam is, is, is such that we learn to treat even animals kindly. It does not matter that they cannot speak or voice their hurt or their pain, but a Muslim is one who considers all the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be sacred and does not violate the rights of any of them. The second part of the hadith is the reason why Imam Nawi rahimahullah has introduced this particular hadith under this chapter which deals with forgiveness. Forgiveness and ignoring or turning away from the actions of those who are ignorant. وَمَا نِيلَ مِنْهُ شَيْءٌ قَدْتُ فَيَنْتَقِمَ مِنْ صَاحِبِهِ No right of Rasulullah was encroached upon. In other words, in his dealing with his fellow human beings, whenever Allah's Rasul was harmed in any way, normally when anybody inflicts any harm on us, then our first instinct is to get retribution, get revenge, strike back at the one that is hurting you or harming you in any way. However, akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu the character of Nabi Pak Aisha radiallahu ta'ala says, whenever anybody usurped any right of Nabiya Pak he never took revenge. We find the words in this hadith, as we mentioned previously, one is to say, he never did something. But Aisha radiallahu uses the word qattu. For those who understand Arabic, this creates great emphasis. Never ever, it never ever happened that anyone aggrieved or hurt Rasulullah sallallahu or usurped his right, فَيَنْتَقِمُ min sahibihi, And the Nabi sallallahu reacted by exacting revenge. He forgave, not just forgave, he forgave from the heart. He didn't carry the burden, he didn't carry this desire or this jazba of what we call intiqam, this fire that burns in our hearts, he did this to me, he did that to me, I need to sort this one out, I need to sort that one out. This goes against the very grain of seerah, very grain of the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu 
She says, never ever was any of his rights usurped. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sought revenge. Illa an yuntaha However, if the wrong had to do with the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where the rights of the shariat were encroached upon, then فَيَنْتَقِمُ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought revenge. In other words, when the rights of Allah ta'ala were violated, when the rights of the shariat were violated, then the had, the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the punishment, the retribution that had to be sought as expiation for that wrong, there Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was in the first saf. In other words, the important lesson that there was no question of compromise when it came to the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when it came to the hudud of shariat. This day of Ashura, which is approaching us, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was his taqdeer and his choice for the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that in the 61st year of Hijrah, the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala occurred on the day of Karbala, on, on the day of Ashura. The incident of Karbala occurred on the day of Ashura. And there also, an important lesson we learned that what was the psychology or what was the apparent reason behind his life being taken or his blood being shed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was his refusal to compromise the shariat. He was not prepared to compromise the shariat in any way. Had he accepted the khilafat of Yazid, had he compromised his principles, then his entire family would have been spared. But the Ahle Bayt, this was the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To love, honor and revere them is part of shariat and deen. And we find that generally the incident of Karbala is remembered by the Ummat as an incident of great remorse, great grieving, sadness, the manner in which the lives of the Ahle Bayt were taken. But unfortunately, to a very large extent, the sabak and lesson behind that incident escapes us. And that is the sabak and lesson. That when Allah's shariat is being violated or compromised, uh, Allah's shariat is being violated, then there is no question of compromise. We have to preserve and protect the shariat and deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the protection and preservation of that, even the blood of the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was spilt. So that sabak and lesson, that on a daily basis, let us be those who uphold the standard, be the flag bearers, uphold the symbols of Islam, preserve the shariat in our life and do not compromise deen in any way. That is one sabak and lesson. And the other sabak and lesson is that we have to ask ourselves the question that tomorrow in which saf, on the day of judgment, in which saf do we want to be resurrected? Do we want to be resurrected in the saf or in the group of those who were the zalimin, those who oppressed and usurped the rights of others? Or do we want to be resurrected in the saf of the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who was amongst the leaders of the Muslimin, those who were oppressed.
oppressed to such an extent that his masoom children were slaughtered in front of his eyes. Yet there was not one word of complaint. What there was, taslim al-rada, accepting the taqdeer and the destination of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what Allah had destined, no matter how bitter a pull it was, he accepted it. Accepted it and he was a mountain of sabr, perseverance and patience. Unfortunately, as I mentioned previously, we will express sadness, grief over these incidents, but these asbaq, these valuable life lessons, these to a large extent tend to escape us completely. When we think of these incidents, we have to reaffirm our commitment to shariat. We have to reaffirm our commitment to taking stock of our lives. Am I oppressing anyone? Am I usurping the rights of others? Which stuff do I want to be raised up on tomorrow? If others are usurping my right, then take the lesson from the grandson of Rasulullah wasallam to be patient, to, be, to let go your right, to forgive. Where does this come? This comes from the fountainhood of it. Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala says, no one usurped his right and he ever took revenge. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he came to his dealing with his fellow human being, he was always the Muslim one. He was always the oppressed one. And we learn, this is Allah's sunnat, وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَبْدِيلًا وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَخْوِيلًا Allah doesn't deviate from his sunnat. Allah doesn't digress from his sunnat. If you will forgive, if you will be in the saf of the oppressed ones, if you will not, if you will let your haq and your right go to preserve the peace, to preserve unity, to preserve muhabbat, then we find that this is Allah's sunnah, that Allah will always elevate you. Allah will always give you respect, dignity. So when it comes to your family members, let it not be that you are the one that is breaking your family ties. You are the one that is taking them to court. You are the one that is opposing them. No. Let it go. Let it go for Allah's sake. Especially when you are on the haq. Especially when you are on the right. Allah's Rasul sallallahu said, Man tarakal mira'awa wa muhiqqun. That person who walks away from a dispute when he is on haq. That person who avoids a dispute when he is on haq to preserve the peace, to preserve muhabbat, to preserve the unity. And what will Allah give him? Buniya lahu baitan fi rabad al-jannah. Nabi said, Allah will build for him a home in the, right in the middle of Jannah. Allah will build for him a home right in the middle of Jannah. If he will walk away from a dispute when he is on haq, when it is, is his right. Allah give us tawfiq.